0: to Upstage Downstage with him, Richard Platt, seated in the upper circle, and him, Stephen Rees, typically seated in the cheap seat. This is the Theatre Podcast, where we discuss productions we've seen, things we've liked, and may not have liked, giving our complete
1: unprofessional and non-biased opinions. So grab a brew,
0: take a seat, and and let's raise that
1: curtain. curtain. On today's episode, we'll be discussing Rebus, A Game Called Malice. We saw this production at the Queen's Theatre Hornchurch on the 4th of February 2023. This world premiere of Rebus, A Game Called Malice is the next instalment of the Inspector Rebus series. Written for the stage by Ian Rankin and Simon Reid, this was a Queen's Theatre Hornchurch production in association with Daniel Schumann and Lee Dean. So Stephen, what's it all about?
0: A splendid dinner party concludes with a game created by the hostess. A murder in a stately home needs to be solved. Suspects, clues and red herrings await, but the dinner party guests have secrets of their own, threatened by the very game they are playing. Amongst them is Inspector John Rebus. True crime is his calling. Is he playing an alternative game where only he knows the rules? But
2: first,
1: our post-show opinion! I was more bothered about who didn't do it than who did A game you just didn't want to play. So with all that said, let's... Set this.
0: Scene. So Richard, let's talk about this play which we were kindly invited down to the Queen's Theatre, One Church to view this uh, first outing for this stage play by Ian Rankin and Simon Reed. Yeah. Where do we start? With the direction or should we, let's just talk about the set. Where do we start? With the set.
1: Yes, yeah, so when you walk into oh, the Oh you're describing it now, are you? Well, you can describe it if you want to. You can see it. Go on. Your turn. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go.
0: I'll give it a go. I'm not very good with the description. I'm just so going to drink my have... tea. Uh, pardon? What? Overly dramatic? I don't think so. Anyway, carry on. <clears throat> so we have a manor house. It's, it's a manor house, but it is... It... Oh, God, it's like give us a clue. It's a manor house, but it's in, like, a lounge setting, but it has a dining table as well, although technically they probably would have had that in a
1: separate room, but this is all... One room. And it's set in Scotland, isn't it? In Edinburgh. (laughs)
0: Well, yes, it is that. But you wouldn't
1: really know that from the actual... There's
0: no elements, so there's no stereotypical Scottish thing in a man house. only when you were told that... Exactly. Which Which is actually quite a good point to make. Anyway, back to uh, setting the scene. Technically speaking, the whole backdrop is black, littered with a load of paintings with lamps just above them to light up the paintings. And there's two columns either side of the staging, which would be the pillars, I suppose, of a manor wall. Then we've got three strikingly tall archways. Well, they're not really archways, but they're features of doors. So you've got one door exiting on stage right and one exiting stage left. And the central column is that of just a bookcase embedded in an alcove. Is it an alcove? Or? Yeah, it's an alcove. In I mean, it, an alcove. It almost with, looks
1: like where a where fireplace would have been or something like it, that. It's very similar. Yeah, isn't? but it's
0: got like where they have the drinks dispenser there and the CD and that's at the back and to the forefront, I think. So there was like a a, a sofa a couple of chairs dotted about and a dining table to the stage left with the sofa on stage right. With the basic lamps dotted about, I think there's, what is it, one, two, three, four lamps at the edge of the wall up on like pillars. I mean, Um, they
1: can't have any worry about their electric bill with the amount of lamps on stage, to be fair. No,
0: but it has, for such a, quite a a lavish big room for a set, it's the tiniest um, chandelier. Yes. I'm not sure I follow this set. I I, I think it's it's a bit discombobulated. It doesn't really relate to the story as it progresses you know like you were saying about it being set in Scotland yeah so why do we have nothing relatable to
1: Scotland there? Yeah, there was nothing obvious house? that was Scottish or in a style of a manor house or, or a, a well-to-do townhouse in Edinburgh. You would not pick up on those references, maybe. One thing that we saw was the pictures were actually on the black areas, which were... Oh, yeah, did I not say that? They were floating, almost, <laughs> so it felt yeah, like... Yeah, it made they, appear like they were it floating. It made, made them appear like they were floating, but there was also obvious almost exits because they were on black flats, so they are only mm. half hung on black flats, which I thought was quite clever, and I thought it would be... Something that would uh, be used. Yes, and at I think the start was, I it was, thought it was quite
0: clever. There was quite a bit of
1: intrigue. We didn't. Yeah, give you a little bit. Of, it's got potential here, for doing something different for with paintings
0: And yeah, and I think as and well, I, I
1: can probably see why they've set it like this because it's all about the the play rather than the actual backdrop, as it were. But you could tell that it could be a, a portable set if they moved it somewhere else. But this, you can the, have a
0: portable set without the back black. Backdrop. Yeah, of course you can.
2: It, it, yeah.
1: it just looks like this is done on a budget. I
0: think there's a disconnect between the style and the intent. Yes. To what's gone on with the stage.
1: Yeah, and I think the modern references, like the CD player and things, there's not actually many modern references, they're just a CD player at the back. And also, everything that's on that stage needs to be used, and there's
0: got to be a reason why it's used. Yeah. For things later on, uh, we'll explain more, but just for this little info drop here, they played a CD, a bit of music, but it didn't last that long. It was no. barely there, so there was no point at all of having that there.
1: And if if we struggled to hear it, I don't know how the people in the back row would have heard it, because it, it wasn't that loud it was very incidental it wasn't actually used much
0: but on the whole the furniture wise was appropriate yeah i I mean
1: the whole look of the set it, yeah. it all I, tied into each other. It, they all look right. As a, for me, as I a, disagree. What I mean no, is, no, knowing
0: made... now, I I think they shouldn't have bothered with all the paintings on the black. That should have just been one wall yeah. that had wallpaper that matched ivory-colored
1: pillars and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: walls with the doors and the architrave But saying that, it wasn't my choice. So and this just to okay.
1: mention that the set was very close to the audience, as in it was it probably only used a third of the stage. Really, do we cause...
0: actually know what it's like because we've never been there before? It mm-hmm. might but be the like...
1: actual staging di- dimension, I've I i have I've seen them, and it does go back quite a way. I do feel like they pushed it forward on purpose, but that led you to believe there was more going to happen because of the space they would have behind that, and I think this, this, well, this, this yeah. didn't feel...
0: In that way, with it being pushed forward, it gave a more intimate setting. I'm going to say immersive, but it's not immersive at all. I do think more could have been done in terms of... How it was staged. It felt very old-fashioned. My original thought after watching this play, in fact, even by the interval, I thought this was very much like a modern take of Jamie Priestley's Dangerous Corner. It felt like people were moving around to say a word for no reason other than awkward blocking... Like, I've got a big speech, this is a very chatty scene, so I have to move somewhere else. And Emma Noakes, as Candida Jones, on some cases, simply moved up from the dinner table whilst having a conversation. But she went to sit at a another chair that was positioned at the end of the stage, up against a lamp and a yeah. pillar to carry on that conversation whilst on the phone and it just felt
1: ever so awkward yeah, and it, odd it felt almost if you're subtle, going be... subtle but staged it was like well it was, it was very like... much
0: staged because if you're going to be in a conversation then you you turn to face the people and have that conversation yeah. but I get it a case she was on the phone so but to go and sit purposefully on a hard chair instead of the always face almost face the
1: audience and was even that chair felt separate to the mm. actual performance because it was a bit out on a limb and it was facing the audience almost and it just felt a little bit like you wouldn't have really put a chair there because well if you're going to retire from the dinner table then you'll go to the lounge exactly the
0: sofa yeah in this case there were no lounge chairs there were just more dinner tables you
1: wouldn't really sit at a chair that was completely separate to everywhere else so that looked awkward. i got a problem with the blocking of it from a directing point of view. It seemed to just, like you say, a little bit amateurish. Um, yeah, it was like one move here or one move there. A little bit like we've seen in Marigold Hotel. You know, it, very one stands forward and talks, then the next one does. Mm. It was almost like we're, we're in a rehearsal room and we're all taking our turns throwing a ball and it just... Nothing it, felt it, natural no, about it. it didn't feel interactive f- when y- you're yeah, in but
0: a, I can understand it if these people didn't feel like they're familiar with each other the thing
1: is we got we, you start the production halfway through their evening you don't see them meet so there's no <laughs> sense of awkwardness. And they've, they've already the met holes,
0: so there would have been a lot more
1: and they've and already function. had their dinner they've already had the meal there was a lot of moments of I, I suppose I said enough in that, but, but didn't I? there
0: are other elements of the directing which slightly annoyed me and I think it was a stylistic choice where the constant use of the mobile phone which happened to have been quite a few times but particularly with the character of candida because she was a young influencer everyone gathered around her phone to react to what was going on to her screen so we saw their reaction but we never actually got as an audience to see what they were watching so again it secluded us from the action and neither did it bring the outside world and the action going off out there into the stage we just saw or heard of it secondhand. Whereas what could have been useful and would have been probably better was if when they were replaying what was going on on the mobile phone, we saw a video file being played out in the picture frame on the back of the stage, which they have full of all these other paintings. Yep. So they could have just dimmed the lights a little of the other paintings so we could focus in on one particular yep. screen, which was basically, we're seeing what they're seeing. And that could have added an extra dimension and, and element and, and to it the could actual And it could
1: have even moved around the screen's it could have been more than one picture, so that it actually oh, yeah, moved yeah. around to give a bit of focus on something else that was happening, and also draw into the other uses of the mobile phones later on, which we'll discuss in, in the writing of it, and I totally agree with you, I think it would have helped just visualise that, because it, you can tell stories by what people say, or the, the story that they talk about, but sometimes you do need the visuals in this type of production to make that outside world come inside, and I think that's the I, I think that's it the thing. stems
0: down to not having a vision of the actual piece, and what the point or purpose of this was okay fine to entertain or be a who done it, for example but it was just jarring on but, a but lot of also levels.
1: it makes you wonder if it was only written to a point where there wasn't much room for any interpretation further than that or how much you this know is this why is why i the... say
0: about it being slightly the dangerous corner situation it's as if you've just thrown them a mobile phone and updated it that's how it felt some of the other aspects of the directing would still i suppose be in that same vein of awkwardness when they discovered a body was upstairs there wasn't much of a reaction from the cast either no do you know what i mean like um was the body upstairs uh i don't know if i've just watched far too much soaps over the years or whatever but you you go out to the door and see it and Instead of just being, okay, we've got to be contained. I mean, this will come down to the writing, but we've got to stay in this room because we're not allowed out. But there's no conflict there. Oh, we're moving on to the writing now. I can feel it. But do you know what I mean? There's Even in the direction, there was think non, from, yeah. the characters should have wanted to go and have a look. I think from but it's not
1: just that, it was the whole point of a murder mystery is there's a reveal and there's shock. And I feel like there was no shock. There was hardly any reaction. It was like, Oh, we've seen a dead body before. It felt like oh and it wasn't like yes and in an whole improv thing, it was more and yeah it, it was just like see, it it, it Just the reaction it just again. felt it felt like the whole point of this production was to build up in the first half all the little intricacies of the stories but if they feel that it felt that it was too subtle to actually have an impact when oh there's a dead body oh okay it almost felt like they'd said oh somebody's died down the street do you remember him no not really it didn't have that impact that it should have done
0: i think we ought to move along to the writing then because i feel like that is naturally where we're headed now with our comments yeah so you'd imagine that with this being written by ian rankin that it would have been a lot more interesting a lot more well have at least have more twists and turns and be more suspenseful. And I suppose what I felt was I never really
1: cared. No. And I don't think the characters themselves even cared. But he almost felt like this was written like almost a short story because maybe he couldn't find anything to put in in the book to make it a whole entire novel that he'd normally write. I think this felt like one of those storylines or plots that he may have had written down and thought, I I like this one, but I don't know how far I can go with it, maybe. And Hmm. then let's turn it into a play. But it feels rushed. There's not enough intrigue to see a lot of plot lines or things that... It doesn't leave you thinking or guessing the the script doesn't. When we were watching
0: it, I did feel it was a slow burn, especially the first act, and I was very surprised when it stopped after the first act because I thought that was the first scene. Yes. That's how much of a
1: slow burn it was. Nothing
0: much happened.
1: Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of talk where it didn't really evolve. I think for me it opened with a bit of promise and the way it was written, as in the John Rebus character came out, broke in to talk to the audience about setting up his character but then I felt that that was lost now and what did he say something about reading
0: a room yes it was about reading it was about a room. reading
1: a room and controlling it and playing a game and it was like it was almost like you expected him to then keep stopping the production to then start playing and, and twisting things and unfortunately you never saw that again really yeah
0: he he could have been He's, playing a game of chess and moving the people about yeah and making them believe different things at yeah. different uh aspects of the game because at first I thought that's where it was going to go and it didn't. But, but it wasn't. The, the idea was that the character of Stephanie Jeffries, she was playing the game that Harriet Goodwin had created. and yeah. it, was, it, it, was it was a, a proper bit old school murder mystery it, it by was paper all about, on paper, she, wasn't it? Uh, from what I can gather, Harriet Goodwin decided to write this piece as a game to sort out her marriage with Paul Godwin, because she couldn't really tell him things about their relationship. She wrote it down in this game of murder mystery and invited friends around to solve it. Yeah. And that's when he discovered there was a lack of communication or something yeah. within there. I cannot remember the point of that. No. So that's why I'm I a little think bit that's hazy the there, first, That's, that's what the they got first from
1: half. It. it was, yeah, it was always like... Well,
0: I mean, it did continue into the second yeah, half yeah. with the resolve of that. But it was only Stephanie that was sat trying to work out the clues for this game.
1: Yeah. Everyone else were banging on about something else. Or their own storylines that weren't relevant to the room, in a way. And yeah. It now, didn't. from the
0: actual... Well, from the poster, it said about all these characters have a backstory that are coming out from this game. Yeah. But it, it didn't feel like it was coming out naturally whilst they were all playing this game. It felt like she was playing the game, yeah. and they were talking and about was it not really yeah. happening... Yeah, not really being involved with that,
1: and it was just
0: slightly jarring at all times.
1: I think none of the none of the storylines really captured or captivated you to go, oh, it could be this person or it could be that person, because the the murdering ca- in case of the actual production wasn't actually strong enough to have many links to anybody in the room, and I think that was really I think, weird.
0: I think the issue here is we're watching people play a game of a murder mystery. where there's nothing at stake here no it wasn't until they discovered the dead body where you've got your inciting incident shall we say that oh who is it who did it that's where your action is that's what's happening this game why should anybody care about a game it's just a game exactly And and yes of course it's a game called malice i was gonna say alice if they'd have mirrored the game with, with what was happening murder in the room yep. in the room and they could have linked it where one of the clue turns out to be the murder weapon for the actual person that has actually died in yeah, the room. Yeah, exactly. Like a premonition sort of a thing. That could have been more interesting and engaging.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because then the red herring could have then been Harriet Goodwin having written it. Did yeah. she set it up? Is she
1: the mastermind? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or is she still alive? Because that was the other thing. Well, she's alive because she, she she was there, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but it could have been a complete master plan written about all their lives. And, and, and also, it could have been twisted. It. And Who actually died? Was it the. Well, it was, was... A, the private investigator. That had so paid, it wasn't the chef? No. The, it paid the This is where I was just going to come in on this. One. A bit there isn't. was a chef mentioned throughout the whole first half. That's right. Which we never met. Who was never, never met on stage. And then it wasn't. We thought, oh, is this chef being built up as somebody who's going to get murdered? Mm hmm. But personally, somebody in the room should have disappeared because that would have been a better murder mystery because you'd have interacted with that person and then suddenly they're then dead. about their loss. Yeah. But whereas we found that there was a chef that had made the meal that they'd just eaten, which we never met, never saw. We never, never saw, saw on a screen, food. Not, I think was it was just one person there, there, was, there, one was, plate. there was just a bottle of wine, I think, left on that, the table. Yeah. Also, the person that died was a private investigator that had paid off the chef to get in the building, which it really felt so confusing. Because it was like, what the hell's the private investigator got to do with anybody in the room, really, apart from some people's weak, weak links to very weak, very weak links whereas there was enough drama going off on stage that they could have used it and made it stronger within the room to make it more of a big brother pressure cooker type of situation mm. where it's actually locked away in this one room and I think that was the problem you were we were talking about things on the outside but they those things on the outside never link it really and the whole setup i don't think existed i can't think of the setup other than the
0: line of rebus claiming to read the room it never really came into anything now if you just think we saw the mousetrap yeah same principle yeah manor house somebody yeah. dies yeah. everybody comes in now the setup was there's a murderer on the loose from the radio yes. and wearing such and such and yeah. such and they all come in yeah every single one of them wearing yeah. a, a hat everybody a scarf yeah and a rain jacket yeah exactly. basically so everyone already set up to be a suspect yeah. for the whodunit whereas this one because the murder took place in the second act, well, okay. No, no, you say, to the it, it, first it, act. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. You could no. say it was building up for the second yeah, act yeah. because we just discovered the body in the, yeah. before it was curtained down. But th- th- it was basically, that whole segment was the second act. Yeah, exactly. The game was the first one. Yeah. But then what are you doing for the rest of the play? Well, exactly. I mean, for one thing I'd like to say is
1: it's not a technical thing, but we never heard a dead body hit the floor and they were meant to have fallen exactly. down in the bathroom and died. We never yep. heard a thud. No. So as far as we're concerned, nothing happened. Because, I mean, they could have even thrown a box in the air to make it sound like somebody had hit the deck. The thing is, we were
0: led to believe, even the characters in the room were led to believe that the chef or whoever was impersonating the chef or whoever it was, had died. Yeah, exactly. And yet, not one of them decided to go and see who it was. No, exactly. Because someone took a picture on the phone. Oh, yes, that's him. That must be him. Well, how can you be sure? Exactly. And I'm, I'm slightly disappointed that Ian Rankin hasn't thought about this because you need to make sure if you're writing a murder mystery or whatever that all these clues
1: is valid. And I think Do as well... you know what I mean? Like, it's not just that. It's like you about... you have to go and see the body to make sure e- it is dead exactly. before you cross it off your let's say... But no, it's, that it's like you talking about Mastrap. In this, I felt there was no intention to murder. No, there I felt was no, like no. there was no vested interest for anybody in that room to murder the person that died. There was no like, oh, it could be that, and it could be that. Or you, you didn't feel like you were trying to follow the storylines to try that's and piece where, it together. Yeah, and
0: that's where this is slightly weak because in The Resolve... You have a backstory and a reason why that particular exactly. person was doing the what they did, and why that person died. In this, all we got is, oh, he, the investigator, whoever it was that was upstairs, slipped in the bathroom after somebody else took a shower and bashed his head and died, and that's why he was dead. Yeah. So there's oh, no I'm sorry, intent but that's of murder. Wrong. No. But there was no t- no intent of murder. No. Because it wasn't a murder. So we've been going on this journey of trying to find out who killed this person when he wasn't killed at all. But it was also, just, oh, actually,
1: I found out why he just slipped. But also nobody in the room knew that that person was in the in the building. No. So how could they intend to murder him if he wasn't? they didn't even know he was there? And, and I, I thought think it that
0: was, was a, a, a Freudian slip where one of them said at the very beginning he was found on the bed, yeah. covered in blood, dead. And then all of a sudden, the next thing he said he was, on the was floor. he was on the floor in the bathroom. I thought something was made up of that, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. that was just an actor's slip yeah, of the tongue.
1: Not quite sure. And I think this, this is where Rebus comes out to talk to the audience and says that he's going to control the room. It felt such a thrown away part because that could have been used so much more to see the twists and the turns. But what and did it was he just thrown away because he came out at the end after all the whole production happened and. St- and talked to the audience, and you thought it was such a waste. It felt like the trouble is, know, there was nothing at stake no. for the hero, there's nothing at stake for the
0: whole of them. Each no. one of them, there was there's nothing, even though they had these um secrets that were revealed, there wasn't necessarily anything at stake as such which was
1: worth bothering about. No, it, it, it felt it like lackluster, and, and I, I you know, I suppose we're talking about the writing now, I, I suppose oh yeah we moved on to that yeah as and i think we we i felt it was almost underwritten in, i definitely felt you
0: know that. the thing is writing or playwriting is stagecraft it's a craft Total, within itself totally. it's not like writing a novel no it isn't but you'd under you'd think that writing a novel where you can go anywhere you like yeah you'd understand that you can yeah. do the exact same thing in the stage yeah However, this was done as a s- closed room. Yeah. But when you are in a static place, a small room, what you do, you bring the outside world inside. Always. You know? So this is why, even though you have your mobile phones, what technical way can you do to make sure that that's visually
1: stunning? Exactly. So you yeah. can
0: write it that you see what's happening. Definitely. And why is it important that you see what's happening as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I I mean, the way I felt was you're learning about storylines. Because when you write a book, you can can almost flesh it out a lot more onto everybody's individual storylines. And I felt like... We spent a lot of time on knowing who each individual ah, was. That's,
0: that's it. In a novel, you're told yeah. their thoughts and feelings, whereas on the stage, you, you got to show... You can
1: see them. There wasn't much mm. tension. There wasn't much upset between them all. You could see little things where... There was no conflict. There was hands-on. There was one moment where... It was Paul
0: Goodwin, Forbes Mason, to put his hand on...
1: That's it. it. That was the moment. Yeah. And that could have gone further. That one little moment that you were meant to pick up on and go, oh, there could be a chance for for a murder there because he could go missing and and then it was gone. That was it. Or she could go missing and be uninvited. I just felt like everything felt a little unfinished. It it didn't feel followed through. Too many
0: red herrings and nothing going on. Yeah. Everything was a red herring. I tell you what is annoying and is red the fact that she was basically Miss Scarlet
1: in red. This is Cluedo. Exactly.
0: Even Stephanie was dressed like mrs peacock yeah, yeah. and you've got professor and Plum. harriet in... goodwin was dressed in i think it was green yeah
1: he just felt cliched in the... it did didn't it? you know there's more intrigue in a midsummer murders episode because of who did what when and who could it have been than this really i felt this really... could have
0: been even darker he could have when and when and... you
1: write it in
0: this setting you're up against the mousetrap you're up against
1: cluedo At yeah the end of the exactly day, those
0: two two great big pillars of comedy
1: and suspense yeah. and mystery and who done it but i felt like the rebus like john rebus if he'd have come out to move the storyline along as a sort of narrator periodically through each half moved it from say i don't know Six o'clock to eight o'clock to ten o'clock in that played evening. Played with time, yes. Played with time, so you'd have seen it go from them just having the niceties to almost all falling out, but get worse progressively. That would have spiced it up a great it deal. Would have to been be so much more poignant and I, so much assume, more intriguing. Yeah, because, I assume
0: that's what he was going to do. Though. Well, that's what I thought. Uh, we had a little bit of a thing between him and Stephanie. Yeah, but she was into somebody else, and I've not read all of the books, so I can't remember whereabouts this is chronologically but I'm guessing it's at the end I feel I'll, However, I'll be honest even
1: that for, for someone new going in what was the point in any of it because obviously Reba showed me a picture of the dead body to the people in the in, in the, the room again. we never saw it so no. we didn't know what it was who it was or anything there wasn't even a moment where one of them could have reacted that they were related to them or it was somebody that there was a love affair with or did they did, shed, a, shed a tear not it didn't feel like did it was a reaction it was like oh somebody's died and it was like and it was did, that any them, did any
0: of them ask oh we need to call the police or did it? Was it just more like Rebus well, called the police? so well, there was he no took panic. everything on but only he could allow to see it because I mean he'd left the force since anyway it was all in his hands all these characters left it for him to deal with everything so there was no real pushback against anything even if it was along the whole gambling situation um, was it gambling in this one yeah it was, it was one of them gambling yeah, yeah it was gambling and selling, selling yeah. the, uh, yeah. the paintings and stuff yeah. like that even the issue with the paintings and the fact that they were replacing the originals and selling the forgeries you know, I mean, I just keep thinking of the fallen Madonna with the big boobies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But even this—that isn't a lower low. This is taken seriously. Not a lot was made of that. No. Because you had far too many paintings all over the place, if they'd have simpled it down and only had a few special quality ones or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It um, felt like everything was
1: it. almost bubbling under rather than bubbling over. It well, I think exciting. you're being a
0: bit um, too polite by saying bubbling. I don't think anything was bubbling at all. It was barely on a simmer. Yeah, well, true.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right.
0: Even the first act, I just thought that was just a really long first scene. And yeah. I was prepared to forgive it for being a really long first scene because it was setting the scene with it being supposed to be a game aver- and the game. Given the backstory of everybody, but would it overset
1: it. the scene. You would get, you lost interest in a way. You know, it was there just wasn't a, a even lack a of mis- inventiveness direct.
0: with the stage, uh, not just with the stage, with the artistry of playwriting. I
1: should yeah. say that. No, no, I we'll get. That. I think,
0: but again, talking about the the underpinning of everything, which was the character Rebus. What was the point of him apart from it
1: being ju- a retired just inspector? Just being known.
0: It wasn't like the inspector in Mousetrap getting involved. No, it wasn't. He was just taking the backseat, whinging on. Exactly. That's what it felt like to me.
1: He did. And I think because we didn't see more, we only saw him at the, first, the end of the first half and the, the start of the second talk to the audience. No,
0: we saw him at the beginning.
1: No, was, I mean, at the start of the first and half. Did,
0: I'm sure he said something in the middle. But it, but it like, wasn't much. It wasn't enough. Exactly, but it wasn't where it twisted anything around. No, it didn't. It didn't put a spin on it that made you think, oh, It wasn't even enough to support the action carrying on out in that scene either.
1: I just questioned the way it was written, almost in isolation from will it work with an audience and will it actually... It was a bit predictable as well. Yeah. And you almost expect more when it's built up with a, a famous crime writer almost. It's like you sort of think it could go there and it didn't.
0: I think the twist and turns were meant to be as exciting as something that he might have written in it in one of his books. However, the twists and turns were basically the person slipped and died, so no one actually murdered anybody. Yeah, and, that's... and it was all part of the game, and the game was what they were playing. Um, but with a
1: game, you need motive for more than just that. There were... It should have been a game within a game. It should have, and it wasn't.
0: It just makes me think of Saw, the films, you know, all the twists and turns... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...that those kind of films... Yeah, right to the end, something
1: twists right at the end, of yeah. you like... And everything and th- changes in front of you. You think
0: your you. heroine is a person tied to a radiator and actually it's a person who's got them there in the first place yeah. or whatever. You know. It-
1: That's when you're shocked. That's when you sit there and go, I could never see this again, mm. but it's made me sit up and think, and it, it's blown my mind. I think the poster, the description, a game called Malice. You expect some sort of playing with a, an idea or a you know. Well, that you don't Rebus expect could so have been much.
0: like the Saw character where he could have got his closest, <laughs> nearest, and dearest, or people that he knew, because he knew their secrets and he wanted them to reveal themselves. Yeah. Only the game could have gone a bit awry when he did this murder mystery for them instead of her writing it. So they're trying to solve his game when an actual murder happens themselves.
1: But it could even have been that Rebus... And playing a game on him. It could even have been that Rebus did the deed. Could have been. You know, because they could have even gone a massive flip side and and he could have been playing them all the way through to actually divert the fact that he did it, you know. Mm. And... But it didn't feel like that. You, you 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 I think they missed the mark on because then that would have been shocking, because then that would have been somebody that had been through it all his life and seen so many other murders that you'd you know, you would never you never know. They could turn to do it themselves. It was very
0: underwritten and unimaginative.
1: And I, I mean what well I suppose you want to say it was a an hour and a half production split into two with a an interval, two forty five minute halves. It's not that length is important with productions, but content in is. that length is yes and I feel that there was a lot of wasted minutes really
0: I mean the well the first half they could have been playing that game yeah we had the other characters setting up their backstory. yeah those backstories could have been interwoven of course could. with their characters whilst they were playing and interacting with the game to yeah begin exactly with. Yeah. or we could have found them out later and later in act yeah, exactly. 2 with people being secretive and,
1: and I mean one thing I'm like probably saying this time is we mentioned Dangerous Corner and stuff like that Dangerous Corner set Sort of what, 1930s, a long time, 1930s. This yeah. felt like a 1930s production with, with a mobile, mobile phone. Phones. Yeah. The only thing that modernised it was a mobile phone and a CD player. It mm. didn't actually and even bring it up And even the CD player, today. like I said, didn't get used. No. It was they they were just going there. To
0: have a bit of a dance. They put some music on and then that was it. Yeah. They exactly. that CD
1: player with a gramophone yeah. and you got a dangerous corner. And Yeah, exactly. And the mobile phone couldn't have just have been a picture. Letters or telegrams that had come yeah. through the door. It, it, it didn't feel. All you needed
0: there was, like, Rebus was basically Robert Kaplan going around
1: asking about the cigarette box. Exactly. That's all it was. And also, to, to put it into perspective, how many people in that setting... Because everybody's got mobile phones now, how many people would have sat there and played games like that in that way? They could have mm. added more to it and made it more more modern and had too many distractions. There could have been four lights on the phones, they could have had phone calls. You know, halfway towards it being a modern production rather than the full the full way. I think they just the time period was confused.
0: They could have even all rushed up there, yes. or took a picture on their yeah. mobile phones, or yeah. come
1: down here to discuss it.
0: Meanwhile, yeah. all the pictures on the backdrop could have been at different angles of this body yeah and they're trying to say well and there could be a discrepancy as yeah. to well why is there a spanner or something in my picture exactly. and there's not one in yours exactly and the How thing did, is where
1: did that move from we're living in a world where people take photos of car crashes yeah and it felt like there wasn't those elements of well we certainly saw know, a car crash yeah we did maybe i think well but there was no no body really that there was no motive for the car crash no Moving on to our next segment, as we say, we're here here for the the drama. drama.
0: Oh, Richard, let's talk about the acting now. I feel like we've kind of ripped apart the directing and the writing, and we need to try and be positive. Well, not try to be positive, like there's a gun to our head. No,
1: no, no.
0: But let's praise what there is to be praised about, and I feel that that stems down to the acting yeah, definitely. For me, there's three actors here. It's, they're all men, actually. John Mitchie, Billy Hartman and Forbes Mason, who I recognise. Um, one from Coronation Street, one from EastEnders and one from The High Life. Yeah. I don't recall anybody else, to be honest. However, saying that, I thought there were some really strong performances out of them. I felt uh, Emily Joyce was quite endearing as Stephanie Jeffries. She looked the part... Yeah, of that character she felt like she wasn't too professional even though the character was a uh, she was a lawyer wasn't she Yeah, she was uh, of that ilk however she came across as just being normal and comfortable yeah and it's more relative i could relate to it i mean i'm not in that profession No, however, no of course not. she was more accessible than someone who was closed off but i'd say that for, for most of them i felt perhaps emma noakes gave I think this is where the two D comes in. It's a Miss Scarlet acting. Yeah, she was an influencer. I mean, she did it fine, very much influencer like. Yeah. However, it was all very much one note, yeah. and I think that's down to the writing, not necessarily. Yeah, down and to the also performing. direct.
1: You don't know if it's been directed in that way as well, do you? you know, it, 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 it you could know, be. It's a combination of all, maybe.
0: I think the uh, Harriet Godwin character was a little. I can't remember now, but probably a little twee, little wet, little. Um, I think that's I think that was, I I think think that strength, was the actual character yeah, though. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think yeah, no, totally. I suppose this is where underwritten comes because an actor can only act as much as the words they're given. And if there's only so much they, well, you know, they, they it, can do more with the words. But I don't I, think they could have done much more with what they'd got in this in the sense of there wasn't that many moments that they probably this probably
0: I, I think this is why I took a shine to Stephanie Jeffries. because yes. She was actually the one, only one playing the game, which yes. was written by uh, the Harriet Godwin character. Yeah, totally. So she was sat there, she was engaging with the actual... Uh, she was very central to had. the production, in a way. She well, was I think, always there. I think she should
1: have been. Yeah, yeah,
0: of course. I don't yeah. think she was, no. but I think she should have been because she was trying to get people involved with the actual storyline. And I can understand the reason why that character was written like that. However, the rest of them didn't particularly want to partake. But she, at all times, went back to this...
1: I say the script she went back to the booklet of the actual Mm. game the game I think also they also for me I felt that some of them were pretty much all of them were glued to the same spot all the way through the production
0: oh I definitely felt that especially with that character on their phone
1: being the influencer yeah
0: it was very much, you saw the phone before you saw the person. The actor.
1: Yeah, I think as well, it's like, the, just to explain, I mean, there, was one, to the role, but... there was one sat on the sofa, there was one sat in a chair, there was one that sat on another chair, and there was one that was just pacing around a lot. And not so necessarily yeah, be, naming names. Yeah, Jack Fleming was the one pacing around, I, th- I believe. I just felt like they were glued. And it was like we got we were going into semicircle acting where we step forward we say our lines and then we disappear again. You know. Yeah, and
0: we have said this before. There were stock Cluedo characters. I'm afraid. You know. Yeah. Harriet Goodwin, Reverend Green, Jack Fleming, Colonel Mustard, Stephanie Jeffries, Mrs. Peacock, Paul Goodwin. He would have been probably uh, Professor Plum. Yeah. Candida Jones, Miss Scarlet, and Inspector John Rebus. Not necessarily Mrs. White, however. <laughs> Would have been the butler or whoever it was.
1: And the chef that we didn't see?
0: Hmm. Might be Mrs. White. Is she yeah, she's a chef in the game, not in the film. Yeah. And she's a chef in the TV um, series.
1: Well, I think we're oh. done a deaf here talking mm-hmm. about that. Moving on to our next segment, as we say What the tech is this? Technical aspects, Richard.
0: Technically speaking, I would say about the tech, it was a little underused. I don't think there was much sound effects that they could have implemented. No. The use of the stereo and the music there was very uh, subpar. They could have done a lot more with projections perhaps on the canvas of the, the... um paintings or even or tv the, or screens, TV screens of, yes which you know. however they would have done it even on this on the stage above the door they had those oval round things now what's the point in them and had it have been something different or something where light could have come through yeah. you could have exposed the Change light in the, the hall that could have been flickering or something could have gone on well i mean if it wasn't written it wasn't needed however no. it makes me wonder why they're there on the set even though we're talking about tech now, <laughs> everything's just um,
1: discombobulated. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, you know, there was no sound effects for when somebody fell down and died upstairs. There was no. It could have been a thud. Yeah, yeah, there could have been a thud. There could have been something. There was.
0: But I think they're guessing that that particular person fell down before technically the play started.
1: But yeah, maybe. but I suppose we. But it was very hard to work that out because yeah. the first half felt like it was most of the evening, and mm. and it maybe missed some of those transitional bits that would have helped make it more intense because at the moment I suppose they wanted you to keep watching the whole first half to try and make it intense or feel that but you just didn't get that. You didn't get any sense of anything getting worse. You just got almost a flat line all the way through of these are the people's lives and I do, like you say, I do think it was underused. I think they could have had more sound effects and more things that would have helped.
0: Can I just ask you then, do you feel that there's far too much lamps and lighting on stage rather than being about the lights off stage in the, yeah, the racket, yeah.
1: I mean, the thing is, we're looking at a room that is a front room, sort of dining room, quite a large townhouse room. But there's 12 got...
0: lamps over 12 paintings, then you've got four lamps either side of the
1: door, and you've also got four but, lamps on the side. But the lamps on the paintings in a normal house at your own house, you wouldn't have or that 13, many because there's one in the alcove as you well. You wouldn't have that many museum lights on top of every light picture. No. In your own house, no wonder got all the lights because the walls are black and the dark. But you wouldn't need the lamps because that would be creating enough light anyway. Mm. It'd be a very bright room, and I do agree with you on the um, the chandelier. I mean, for me, they may have had two if that room is that big. They could have had two, one above the table where the, over, yeah, is, the dining room is, and one above the, the the living area. Yeah. I could see where they were going from, but I just, it felt overlit a little bit. But you didn't see any transition in time. You didn't see it get to night time. A little bit like where we've seen very good use of day to night and stuff mm. like that, where you can tell it's the evening. And like, I mean, I suppose Mastrap, the same. You knew what time of day that was, just with one window at the back, with the changes of the light in the room and...
0: The homecoming. The homecoming, exactly. the light, the changing of
1: the lights outside that was uh, shown through You definitely through knew window. it was night time and the, the room changed and it was well lit at the mm. And then you know, I think there was no, there was no levels. Yeah, but that's another
0: aspect of bringing the outside in. Exactly, because this was inside where you couldn't see daylight or or anything like that. There was no way of bringing. That external world inside, but it's almost like so the, chopped, the, the, grills, any use of the the grills, the grills above
1: world. the doors, they could have been grills. Well, the the I don't know if what the, they are, but they like, they look like big ventilation grills. They're like decorative pieces above each door. They look like hats. Yeah, but mm. they could have been. They could have let light through. They could have created. That's what I said yeah. earlier. That, yeah, so you
0: could see through and see like uh, the whole light or something.
1: And it's almost missing. You know, maybe a window in one of the flats or something that you know that. Why did we need
0: you... the other door, really? Well,
1: I mean, I was going to talk about doors to be honest, because there was one moment where somebody went upstairs off stage left and came back stage right, and you're thinking, oh, "Where's these? Where are these
0: rooms leading now, to?" Now, because you know, yeah, but. That was scripted because that was referenced saying, I just wanted to see if I could get through to this room another way.
2: And he could.
1: But then, dot, 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 where did it lead? It led nowhere because there was was not enough disappearances of people off stage to set them up to be the murderer. Mm. You know, it just didn't feel like... He still didn't learn that that was a part of the... It was another... Red herring that didn't feel part of it.
0: Imagine watching Noises Off with all those doors. Exactly. And it's a farce and no one went through any of the doors apart from one character. Yeah, and exactly. And you just used the one door. Yeah. What would be
1: the point in the rest it of the would, doors? Exactly, it wouldn't When you have so many set-ups, and I know I'd say that a production should leave you questioning or wanting to research more, but this left you questioning what actually happened and what the point of... The whole production was a little bit. you know. Now I'm glad you've said that because I think that leads us
0: seamlessly into our next segment. Yeah. Now because I don't think we've got anything else to say about the technical side of things. No. Other than what I would say is it's quite a nice theatre, the Queen's Theatre. Yes, theater, it's lovely theatre, lovely theatre, lovely little set. Yeah, so definitely. I would not be put off
1: by going back there. Shall no, we and say. I think I think one it's thing I'd like to say, you know, we we are being quite critical on this one but i've got to be you honest know, we, I'm, are, totally you know. totally honest i mean you know we have reviewed jekyll and hyde which is you know in a way this is like jekyll and hyde because jekyll and hyde in production was was so much do you think what different in, got the jekyll and these has got the hyde well he, i he <laughs> just i just <laughs> feel I don't that, get what you go where are you going with this no i'm trying to say i was trying to say that it, we, it sometimes you get a good
0: one, sometimes you yeah, get a bad one. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, *Ladies mm. of Letter*, *Sheila's Island*, yes.
0: same company that did that. Yeah. One was a bit. Yeah, exactly. Crapola, it's like, yeah. And one was really
1: good. One. Yeah, it's it's not. What I'm trying to say is, you see, you see one production, you know, one hits the mark, one doesn't necessarily hit the mark, and I think that's the that's the that's what I'm trying to get to. You know, that's that's where this. You know, oh yeah, that's I don't think I need to say more. I think it is wise. And now it's time for our Rewind Rewatch.
0: Richard, <laughs> which part of this would you like to rewind, rewatch, if any? Because you've got to pick something, I'm sorry, but them's the rules. I made them. Um. Whilst you're deciding as to what you would like to rewatch. Yeah, it's a tough one. It might be. Could be the whole first act, I don't know. I think I would not like to but if I had to I would watch the I can't remember what bloody really happened what bit was funny
1: okay I know what I'd probably if I, if I had to pick a pick a moment I'd probably say the um I'd also
0: like to point out that <laughs> sorry I'd rewatch some of the no no I the I can't. There's nothing I'd want to rewatch. Them's the rules. New rules. New rules apply. You can. Well, we don't have to rewatch anything, do we? You know. No, I said you catch to because them's the rules. But now the rules have changed because I can't even think of which one we want. I'd want to watch again. There's I nothing that struggling stands struggling out.
1: Now, yeah. I think it's 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 all a bit of a mess. Yeah, I can't. I can't really pick anything. That was stand out, sorry,
0: I would rather watch Red Ellen
1: again. Don't go there, <laughs> really,
0: I think I would more stuff were going on in that. Wow, however, on a separate issue, the writing of the jokes they were quite clever, they were yes, good there were some, some funny moments, great use of dialogue
1: there good look at this is this is
0: moving on to our final segment as we say call, call this a show? show
1: so here
0: we are richard let's summarize how we feel about this play
1: i mean personally i think it just needs work and it could have been so much more in
0: terms of the script i think there could have been a lot more like i've said a lot more use of the external world inside a bit more gameplay this yeah. is called a game
1: called malice it's like who's malice what's malice and what's the game about yeah and you've got you set up so much you know before you see it you think it's going to be on edge and you feel like it's going to be and intriguing and exciting i've come away from this
0: not gripped no my questions are what's the point yeah why did they do this yeah and i still don't know anything about the characters no i still can't remember what the twists and turns were, so there's definitely something wrong. It's not strong enough for no. me for this to be a masterpiece of theatre, a masterclass in whodunits, shall exactly. we say?
1: And you've got the promise of being there, but when you've got juggernauts like The Mousetrap and like things like in that in that way, I feel this is just resting on the laurels of Ian Rankin
0: as an author. Exactly. I just also like to point out with the reviews that have come in on this that we have from The Guardian. Rankin is a master storyteller. So they've dodged the bullet about the actual play. Rebus is an outstanding creation, says Sunday Telegraph. Again, dodging the play. Britain's number one crime writer, Daily Mirror. Again, dodging the play. Britain's best crime novelist, The Daily Express. It does make me wonder when people advertise plays... When they don't put the review of the play, they put the review of the writer. Because just because you've written something great, you can't transfer those bullet points to something else which is brand new. Because it doesn't mean that what you're going to watch is going to be great. And we've seen quite a few of these, like Wicked Lady, brilliant reviews. We need to start calling them out. They shouldn't do it like that. Because it's false advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So Richard, can I have your scores then please for Rebus, a game called Malice, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being a gasp-inducing murder and 1 being a gasp-inducing coma. What's it going to
1: be? I'm going to give this a 5 because I feel it was down the middle and the aesthetics were there, but other than that, yeah, it's a 5. What aesthetics? Pathetics. Pathetics. (laughs) Pathetics. I'm going to give this,
0: unfortunately, a three and a half from me. I-, I can't find anything to re-watch on this. I mean, I thought I scored Cluedo really badly, but compared to this, even Master... You know, th- this just falls straight down the middle. There's- I wouldn't watch this again. So, what sound effect will you be choosing from the following? A complete train wreck. Tumbleweed. An audible shrug of the shoulders. Uh-huh. A slow clap. A pleasant applause, or a standing ovation. What will
1: it be? Tumbleweed.
0: I'm going to go for tumbleweed as well.
1: So there we are. That's our discussion of Rebus, a game called Malice. We hope you find it insightful. If not, entertaining. Coming up over the next few episodes, we will be discussing the beekeeper of Aleppo, the verdict, and I take another trip to the West End, soaking up yet more theatrical delights if you'd like to get in touch email us at upstagedownstagepod at gmail.com you can always join in the chat to share with us your views of a production
0: also make sure to follow share like and subscribe to all our channels so you get every episode the second it's released and we hope you join us again for another installment of Upstage
1: Downstage
0: A splendid dinner party concludes with a game created by the hostess. Have you finished picking your face? No, oh, sorry. <clears throat> a splendid dinner party concludes <laughs> Sorry, like not sketch. Try to like, move out. That egg of his overalls in the way. A splendid- we finished breathing? <laughs> <laughs> a splendid. Suspects, clues and her- Red herrings. <laughs> Not earrings. It's
2: like <laughs> noises <is> off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the